let's crack open a beer and share some thoughts. Line yeah, the line on, on, on the nose, don't you? Bizarrely, less so on the flavour. It's really light on the flavour, yeah, isn't it? It's um, it's a little bit floral, yeah. What yeah. it's got over Desperados is it's not as gassy. Desperados is terribly gassy. I did go through a phase of drinking a lot of Desperados when it was still yeah. a better option than other bottles. That's all right, though, isn't it? And also because it said it had a bit of tequila in it. It's, no, is it tequila? No, no, in the... Uh, Agave nectar. The with, Desperados. With Desperados. Oh, okay, Desperados, so... Probably um, a really minuscule amount. Yeah, but what we're drinking here is um, the first of, of our supermarket sweet beers. So, so so this one's from Tesco's. This is Numero Uno from Flying Dog in, in the States. Now, tell me two years ago, would you have ever thought you could have bought Flying Dog God, in Tesco's? no. I saw, when I saw it, because I, I had my logistical cock up a couple of weeks ago before the bottle share extra at Sean's and I had to pop in there and I saw that in there and I thought, and that same thought occurred to me there and then, like, flying dog. Yeah. I used to, you know, almost blow a gasket when I saw it in a pub, let alone in a Tesco. I know. It's um, it's just unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. Where, where we're at right now with the beers that you can buy in a supermarket. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they, they all seem to be up in their game again. Yes. Yeah, um, you know, in varying degrees. So, uh, while that competition is going on at the moment, I'm more than happy. I have to admit. Me too. They can just carry on out doing themselves. <laughs> yes, just keep, keep bringing <laughs> in the new beers. I mean, I was saying to you earlier, M and S. Yeah. Had Stone Stone IPA canned on the first of February, and I saw it there yesterday. Uh, first of May, saw it there yesterday. That's what, month old. Month Five old. weeks. Yeah, I mean that's just uh, like I say. I mean. And, and that's that's this week's show, it, it essentially, isn't it? We're talking about the availability of beers in, in the supermarket, but at the same time, um, very shortly, what, what our listeners are going to hear is yep. us hosting Craft Beer Hour. Yeah, the as, Craft as Beer Hour well. you volunteered us for, wasn't it, that's, Steve? That's the one. Um, so, But we're starting off this evening with Numero Uno from Flying Dog. Uh, it's a agave savetza, which is a lager beer brewed with agave nectar and lime zest added. So available in Tesco's at one pound yeah. eighty a can. And yes, the lime is very rich on the nose. It is almost got a lime cordial, but not so on the flavour. No, it's, too, it's no. just not there. No, it's the really flavor. soft on the on the flavour. Yeah. It's really well balanced and. Yes, I mean, you can't get away from the fact that it's essentially a lager and lime. It is a lager and lime. Um, but one of my first introductions to beer as a kid, living above the off-licence, was Top Deck Shandy. Yep. And there was, I think, two two, two of that one. And one of them was the, the lager and lime version. Or lime yeah. and lager might be a better way of putting it. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. much lager in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I would find it really refreshing. I mean, again, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, you know, it's a nice summer's day today. You know, you could easily sink a few of those cold... Quite easily. If that was your only option, you'd yeah. happily take that. Yeah, and with, with its availability as well. Yeah. I can see that one flying out over the summer. It's a great can. It's yeah. a summer can as well. Because Flying Dog had bright colours anyway. Yeah. And a, that that immediately says Mexican on it. Yeah. 
with the colours. 4.9% in the slightly bigger US style cans as, as well. So uh, we'll, we'll come back to that anyway. So let's, um, let's crack on uh, because obviously we, we, we do have uh, a live hour to, to host yep. soon. Um, Beery Adventures. I'm, I'm going to go out there and say I've got nothing this way apart from a, a memory which I've tried to erase which was the Essex Bottle Share where every fuckable <laughs> some sort of Belgian shout sour <laughs> funky fucking abomination and I, I didn't have a great time um, the only thing that saved me was the fact that they were serving cannibal on keg and I was essentially chasing every beer with cannibal you were <laughs> uh, so yeah I'm going to start off with by saying that yes um, the the cannibal on keg which I had uh, which I had uh, after the bottle share and the oakum citra which I had on cast before the bottle share which I think I may have had two or three pints of that one they were bang on form yeah both of them were bang on form. Can- Cannonball way. is the best I've tasted it outside of Leeds or Huddersfield ever l- last week. I'd agree with that. And it I've had it less than you. Stunning. But I'd agree with that completely. And I think I think we were drink you were drinking it about five minutes after Mark Johnson had posted the post. Yes. Posted a blog. Uh, sorry, a tweet saying just saying this is tasting fantastic wherever he was at that time yeah. as well. Um, so whatever, if it was the same batch which they got out to many places, I don't know, but it was banging that was. Uh, yeah, the bottle share. Um, yes, apologies. I, I, I meant to send you, send you the memo. Yeah, it did <laughs> feel like you sent everyone a memo saying, so doing Belgian night tonight, don't tell Steve. Um, everyone, I, everyone snigger. Yeah, because I rocked up with two cans of IPA and it was Belgian from wall to wall. So, yeah, it was it was a, it was an unusual night because there had been no chat beforehand, um, and yes, it was a it was essentially it was a Belgium funk saison sour night. Um, so much so that even one of, I think one of the beers was so bad we actually chucked at the end of it. Yeah, was was that the one that I lovingly entitled on my cheap more wank? Yes, <laughs> yes. You didn't really say much other than that shit wank etc. Repeat. Um, yeah, but as ever, it was good catching up with everyone. It was it was a great night. I've got to admit that the, the bottle chairs are always a good night when we just get to sit down and share beers and catch up and just just have have, have some laughs. Yeah, and that's what it was. Uh, and yeah, some of it was at your expense, seeing your face. Yes, um, yeah. so I'll admit I, that. I do Pete, believe there's a gift doing the rounds. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Clayton did that one, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not putting that in the show notes. You no, can try and find it yourself. Okay, yeah. I'll share it if anyone asks. Um, the uh, Victorian had a beer festival on Saturday, so anyone who listens will have heard me talk about the Victorian yeah, before. Yeah, this was the London, London Beer Festival, London, wasn't it? London Calling, they, uh, it was entitled, and it was um, essentially London cast beers. So they had 17 or 18 on gra- Gravity Outside at the back, and they had five on hand pull, and they had a couple on keg as well. Uh, juice box was on keg, mm. so that was always, that's always nice to have. Um, but two standouts which I don't often get hold of, was uh, Five Points Railway Porter and the Five Points Palau, both on cask, both tasting absolutely fantastic. I bet that Railway Porter on cask was yeah. something to die for. It was lovely because it was a warm day on Saturday, but the, again, we've spoken about it before. It was a it was a cellar temperature porter. Yeah. So it wasn't room temperature, it was cellar temperature, and it went down a tree. It went down a tree. That, that, that did only come in pints as well that day. Uh, Sometimes beers only do come in parts. Yeah. It's, it's it's quite amazing. I, really. I don't know how that happens. 
<laughs> and just one other beer I want to give a bit of a shout out to and it's, it's a, following on a bit from Essex Bullshit um, I had a fierce beer sour called Tropical Tart okay and I think you would like this one Okay, it's it is it's I've written down here on Untapped one of the best sounds I've had fruity tart with a gentle sharpness. Um, Michelle loved it as well because we were just sharing a couple of bottles last night, and it was it was banging. It was just so it had a lovely sweetness without being cloying, and the slightly sour sharpness just sort of balanced it out rather than being the predominant feature. Um, so if you see that, I'd give it a go if I was you. Okay, that's from Fierce Beer. Fierce Beer. Did you say? Yeah, yeah, that was in my uh, Embraer Discovery quarterly case, so I've, I really enjoyed it. I've, I've got to say, I've always been um, quite impressed with Fierce Beer beers any, anyway. I don't, I don't well, think I've had I've one that I've not been too taken by just yet. I'd agree with that. The ones I've had so far, I think I've had three or four now, I think have been really good, really high quality. But uh, that one, just because it is a sour, but a slightly different one. Yeah. Slightly different. They've they've taken a lot of the edges off it. I'm not completely adverse to sour. I know, but we gave you there was a lot of edgy there was a lot of Belgium in. This, yeah, this doesn't have a Belgium Go back to last week's show when we did the acid jam, yeah. which was a show. I enjoyed that. It was more in that ilk, but obviously about half the strength. But it was more in that ilk of the acid jam. That's 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 a good example yeah. actually. So it's more like that. But yeah, that was my beer adventure, so fairly low key compared to the last couple of weeks. I think for both of us. Yeah. Really. Nothing wrong with that. No, sometimes we just need to. Sometimes we need to do just, that. Just need to take a bit of a rest, especially before we do supermarket sweep. Abs- absolutely, which is possibly going to be a little bit of carnage this evening. Anyway, before we get onto that, let's crack through this week's news. So, at the end of last week's show, we had the breaking news that Dogfish Head had asked yep. for their beers to be removed from Rate Beer as as a result of. Um, ABI investing in, in, into rate beer and we as a result of that we did see a couple of other breweries start requesting as well I see I didn't see it so who, who else requested the Cantillon same thing Cantillon were one of them oh really had, had asked for their well, beers to be removed well they're quite big on that aren't they because when um, ABI bought out the Italian brewery whose name escapes me or I can't say Bira del Borgo thank you um, they dropped them from the concessions didn't they they did yeah, yeah. Like, like a hot potato yes um one of the uh, breweries in the States, Noble Owlworks in California, have been into their rate beer account and have changed all of their beers to beer names to the same thing, uh, called Beyonce Had the Greatest Album of All Time. So if one of their beers on rate beer is now called Beyonce Had the Greatest Album of All Time, and they also then went in and started changing um, some of the descriptions of their beers to Rick Astley lyrics as, as well. So clearly one brewery that wasn't very yeah, yeah. Happy. So that's mildly amusing from the outside looking in, but if that was all untapped and that was my beers I t- tapped in... Wouldn't be very happy. I wouldn't be happy at all. No, absolutely that would not. Do my, that would do my nothing. Yeah. And then just continuing on that theme as well, we had um, a... There was a post from Craig Garvey at CA Garvey, and this has been the show notes... Now, now, Craig's a big rate beer fan and user, and he's very passionate about it. So he wrote a blog explaining why he uses it so much and, and what he gets out of it. So there's a link to that in the show notes. Um, have a read through that because it will give the... I think the thing that we said in last year's, last week's show was 
we didn't feel as though we had a rate beer user's point of view. No, we, dev- we and we haven't got that knowledge either. No, so, so and I think Greg, Craig's post oh, gives, cool. That'd be good. gives that. So to give that a read, that'll be in the show notes. And, and then finally, um, Goose Island released a new beer this week called Midway Session IPA. Um, but it's being brewed under licence at the aforementioned Bira del Borgo. So it's not being brewed in America. And in fact, the beer isn't being brewed or sold in the US at all. And this is all coming from um, Matt Curtis at Total Curtis, who's, who's re- released this information on Twitter today. Um, so what he's saying is, what we're beginning to see is ABI specifically tailoring a brand it has purchased for other markets, in this case the UK, Australia and Mexico. Um, and is this the start of seeing their use of rate beer data as a way to brew beers that are for specific audiences? Similar to what we were saying last week, is one of our, you know, what is it, what is in it for ABI? And we sort of said, well, you know, they could sort of have that discussion with Camden and say, well, look, this is what's missing from the bar, or this is what's really popular you guys need to get some of this out there you brew it we'll put it in the bars yeah so it's a similar sort of theme and it could be I mean what they've had they've been having access to this data presumably for the last eight months or so well it would appear so yeah because th- this deal was done a long time ago yeah um, so I say I, I, I think it's quite possible that they could be using it and even if they're not they're definitely they're, they've still got their access to it they will still have a flavour for what's going on before, during and after the rate beer thing but I think they've now got a level of granular detail that will be very useful to them yes absolutely and I think we're just going to see more and more of this Yeah. Um, so just on that obviously uh, Goose Island have really re- released uh, a new beer this week it's a lower percentage IPA called Goose Midway uh, 4.1% session IPA bright hop aroma with tropical mandarin notes uh, currently only available on keg in, in the UK um, we, we have asked for a list of stockists and if we get that we will include it in the show notes so that you can give that a try um, other news this week um, on the success following on from the success of Hop City in April Northern Monk announced the uh, start of Hop City sessions this summer so this is going to be a series of one day events first one on Saturday the 1st of July and will feature um, beers from Northern Monk Cloudwater, Verdant and Daya. So they're continuing with the kind of... Maintaining the theme then. Yes, ca- carrying that through. So more information on that um, from Northern Monk, either it looks like the, uh, on their Facebook page, this one, um, or just check out their website for, for more information on that. And then finally, um, Manchester Beer Week starting soon, um, starting on the 24th of June, and um, they've come up with some more new ideas where they're now teaming up independent food and drinks producers to create unique beers so you've got um runaway are working with pollen bakery cloud water are working with an ice cream parlor um those sorts of things for manchester beer week so again exciting stuff well they're throwing lots of different things in there aren't they for manchester beer week it's going to be a really busy week and i'm really looking forward to 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 heading how many many days are you spending up there uh i'm going up on the thursday so i'll be up there for thursday night friday saturday sunday yeah coming home late on sunday as well so i'm hoping to get to the uh, Manchester Homebrew Exposi- Exposition at um, Beer Nouveau. Okay, Just are we about. recording on that Monday? Uh, we are. Good luck, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Broken Steve? <laughs> yeah. The, the, the previous days of Indie Man. <laughs> might, might be some of might be some of that going on. Um, so yeah, that's this week's news. So we are now going to crack straight in this week to the Price is Price. 
being yep. because we want to make sure we've got everything out of the way before we, we start the madness that will be craft beer hour. Okay, well, uh, it was an easy one for me this week. It was a standout. Was it me? No. Okay. Uh, Joey's Joey's Beer Whimsy, because he did this. Okay, that's brilliant. Yep. That, that, is, that is really, really good. So, a uh, picture of a Neck Oil Session IPA, uh, which he says he hasn't had for a while. Uh, so, the new can design, which I'm still learning to, learning to get used to, learning to like myself. And he's um, done some Lego skeletons in front of it as well, and the colours look really fantastic together. Beginning to see a theme in your choosing that anything involving Lego and beer, you're, you tend to be leaning towards. That's a second Lego. Well, it, it helps. <laughs> he's put a sonic screwdriver in there, you might win. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, not pandering to your Doctor Who edition in any way. No, at all. So that one will be linked in, in the show notes as well. And yeah, by the time the show you listen to this, I'll probably have tweeted it, Facebooked it, Instagrammed it. And almost sent it to every listener anyway. Absolutely. So and big box of nothing to Joey's Beer Whimsy. I'm not even sure if he listens. Congratulations, but that's a first time. Uh, He's definitely another, a first time winner. First time winner. Yeah. Um, if you want to have your chance at winning the great big box of nothing next week, uh, put a picture on Instagram, use hashtag cheers guys, and if it's the one featuring Lego, Sonic Screwdriver, or whatever it is that excites Martin um, at that particular point in time, you may very well win the big box of nothing. Um, just to say, before we go into the, the, the live craft beer hour, uh, if you want to get involved in the, the shows, um, tweet us using the hashtag opinions and we will pick that up and we'll make sure that we, we, we mention any of your questions or comments in, in our normal bitter and lingonist section, which will return to, to next week's show. Um, and also just to mention at this point as well, we are still running the listener survey. Uh, we've still not got enough responses at the moment, moment to give us any real meaningful data. So if you do listen to this show, please click through uh, on the link in the show notes and that will help us to get data about the show that will help us tailor it to make it better for you. Um, so that's that's I, I can't stress how important that is. Right, we've finished our lager. Yeah, what did you think? I, I really enjoyed it. Went down quickly. Completely inoffensive. Easy to drink. Would much rather drink cans of that than cans of your your, your macro producer. You could turn up barbecue before the barbecues really kicked off. Yeah. While people are cooking, all that smoke, you could have a few of those quite uh, easily. Away you go. Yeah. So we're on to beer two of, of our supermarket suite, and this is Hitachino Nest. White Owl, which uh, again from Tesco's, two pound for, for for this bottle. I, this I, I've definitely seen this beer from this brewery and a couple of Japanese and Japanese restaurants and sushi bars in London. Definitely wasn't two quid. I can remember that. I've, much. I've only previously seen it in Waitrose um, and on on some online stockists as well. It's an unusual one to find, isn't it? Yeah, but what I wanted to do was and. I'll hold back on mentioning this and, okay. and, and to, well, no, I'm going to mention it yeah. now quickly. Okay. I'm just I'm looking at the time. Um, looking around the supermarkets for beers to, for tonight, what I found was, and a lot of people are going to find this very strange, was I was fed up with only seeing IPAs on shelves. That's that's all I could find in supermarkets was different IPAs. That's because it's all about Steve. Apparently so, but what I wanted to do was to bring to this show and to Craft Beer Hour a range of different styles of beers, which I think we've managed to achieve. Yes. So, so we've had a lager, we've got a white owl here, there are a couple of IPAs coming, obviously, <laughs> um, and then we're going to finish with a stout. But So so this is the Hitachi No Nest White Owl. Um, cheers. What, what, cheers. What do you think of this? It's definitely got a bit of a fruity, wheaty it's, nose, it's got doesn't it? It's a wheaty nose, but not, not overpowering it. 
That's a different take on a wheat beer. Feels like there's something else in there which I can't quite put my finger on. Something in the background. There, there is, but I quite like that. It's quite sweet, isn't it? There's, there's, yeah. There's quite a sweet finish to it. It says, uh, a wheat beer brewed with coriander, which usually is an off-putter for me, um, orange peel and nutmeg. Might be the nutmeg. Might be the nutmeg, because that's an unusual... I mean, you're almost getting into, you know, a few more a few more things. We're getting this Christmas beer oh, territory. Oh, Christmas spice there, uh, isn't it? You know, and then the less said about that, the better. Yeah. A refreshing beer with spicy notes, a soft flavour and mild acidity produced with wheat malt. Um, I, it must be the nutmeg, because that's definitely adding something different to the flavour for me. It's a sweetness, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But it has got very soft mouthfeel. Balances feel. out nicely with the wheat. Yeah. As, 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 as well, I find that it's it's one that I'm really enjoying as as well. So this this is going to take us into craft beer hour. It is. And I make no apologies now for what what you're going to hear in the next hour, because we are on the cusp of craft beer hour. Uh, we are going to be recording and drinking. And tweeting, and tweeting and talking about tweets and engaging and talking about tweets um, and generally fucking it up. It might work, it might not work, but um, let, let's just have some fun here. So I um, I think we're about ready to go. I uh, think we are. Don't, don't you? Should we, uh, should we break Twitter for, <laughs> for, for, for the evening? Let's give it a go. Let's, let, let's give it a go. So um, I mean, we, to, be, to be honest, there's been a lot of people getting in on pre-craft beer out here. Yeah, I, I may have driven a little bit of that. Yes. <laughs> uh, because I did get in early as well. Uh, Jamie Day. First brew cracked open and ready for craft beer hour. Tastes like one of those shit Mexican lime beers, sadly. And it's the fine dog one we've just had. Oh, really? Yeah. That's that's quite interesting because yeah. I actually quite enjoy... i, I got to say, I did enjoy the flying dog beer. Yeah. But I know, I know what you're saying. They've, got, they've, they've gone for a particular type of beer and that beer is there, but it tops the ones that I've had before. It tops the macro ones I've had before. But is it that they're simply trying to attract that market that that's used to drinking that the macro beer i think so like i said i mean I, I as soon as i saw the description and a bit of the aroma i thought desperados okay that's what i thought of straight yeah. away and i think a couple of supermarkets do almost like their own brand version of desperados yes, yeah and they're foul desperados i could i could i could do um so yeah that, that's quite an interesting one so uh, yeah jamie day at not just a beer is not a fan Okay. Of well, that one. Well, we we enjoyed it, and um, and what what we're going to try and do tonight is try and keep up with people's tweets as well, telling us what they're drinking. Um, the intention for for us tonight is at ten past nine, which is nine minutes away as we speak right now. Uh, we're going to put four polls live uh, at once that are going to run for forty minutes, and we're going to engage with people's views on on those polls, um, mostly uh, about the beers that are available from supermarkets. But we're not going to f- forget our friends that run independent bottle no. shops and, and, and supply some of the best beers in the UK. This isn't an instead of. No. It's, let's, let's be clear. It's a this is what's available. Yeah, this is what's right available. Now. And in some places, you, this may be your best option by a long way. Yeah. And it's and it's that whole what a time to be alive. Yeah. Is, isn't it? Because, you know, we've, we've both said two, three years ago... What would you have been faced? Well, that selection, the selection in your fridge, which you've picked up, you know, from your local supermarket, which happened to be Tesco Morrison's, that ain't happening. No, it's it's, it's not. And I mean, um, oh, I can't find it now. Um, James at Gammon Baron, who's a, a regular contributor to the show, has has just tweeted um, an image 
of five beers from five different supermarkets as well. So we've got triple hop uh, from the co-op. We've got blood orange wheat beer from, from ANS. So the triple hop is from JW Lee's from the co-op. Yeah. Uh, the blood orange wheat beer is an Adnams beer from yeah. MS. That's the can, isn't it? Yep. You've got from Booth's, you've got Brewdog's Pump Action Poet. From Asda, you've got Bad Co's Satisfaction. And then from Tesco, you've got Mr. President. What a selection of beers that are currently available from supermarkets. Yeah, and a range of supermarkets. Yeah. I mean, Booth's is obviously one which isn't really available to us down south, but we hear very good things about them. Yeah. We hear very good things. Uh, about I, I would love to have a, a, a booze in, in, in my locale. Yeah. Um, absolutely. So uh, let's see what, what a few people are drinking. So uh, Rhythm and Brews, one half of us is drinking Vacations Heart and Soul. After two home brews, it's definitely hitting the spot as a session. Uh, Lucas, the Hell's Lager. There's a few people that are on That's that. More on than the one person has got that, yeah, but yeah. Ro- uh, Robert hops in, is definitely having that. Seldom I get excited by a lager, but you can't question the quality. Picked it up from Asda in Shipley. I mean, really? I mean, come on. Thornbridge Lucas in Asda? Yeah. I mean, that's that, that's <laughs> just unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's quite amazing that this is even happening, to be honest. Yeah. You know, I'm, it, is, it is quite hard to put into words at times just the range which is now available I mean I think we've said it before for us it's what MS is probably our favourite yep but, but that's just, partly because they're in train stations as well absolutely but if, if you just take the initial run of tweets that, 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 that we're getting so we've been we've been live for four minutes on, on, on Craft Beer Hour already the Twitter notifications are going nuts um, I am looking at uh, Goose Island IPA I'm looking at Lucas. I'm looking at the Numero Uno that we've just drunk. The Wild Beer in Kansi. I mean, how's that ended up? I, I mean, it? yeah, that's in Waitrose. <laughs> you, you know, who would have thought that that, that would have happened? Yeah, and it's that's because uh, River and Brews mentioned that before as well, and Birmingham Beer Week tweeted it as well. So I mean, you know, Ninkansi. I mean, that's just amazing that that appears in the supermarket. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just it, it is unbelievable the range that. Is, is currently available in, in, in supermarkets these days. And a lot of people are being somewhat critical of, of that as, as well, do, do you not think? I, think? I think maybe what people have been critical about is perhaps on two things. One, it means that perhaps you will... Effectively, the death of the traditional off-licence was brought back by, by supermarkets being able to stock alcohol. Yeah. And then not only stock alcohol, but then stock it at a cheaper price. So firstly, you had the convenience of going to a supermarket. You don't have to go to another shop. You buy everything in one hit. Um, and then secondly, hold on a second, I can buy a slab of 24 for maybe the price of 16. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's where people are now is that, okay, how, do, how does an independent... They can't, they can't match the price of those beers. But I think the point I've seen made before is doesn't that free up shelf space for the next wave, for, the, for your indie bands so to speak, the, ne- the next lot coming up have a chance to get into the independent bottle shops and the online retailers. They can almost forget about having the Stone Go to IPA and a few of the, the, the larger labels now that we have. And just co- and they can do those smaller ones. I, I love going into a bottle shop. Yeah. But it's, for me, it's the equivalent of going into a sweet shop when I was a kid and you could buy quarters of sweets into little paper bags. 
That's what's the equivalent. Absolutely, of. Uh, absolutely. So yeah, but I, I can understand why people are critical because, like I said, the de- the death of the off license, which you know I grew up of above one, was the supermarket because they couldn't compete, mm-hmm. convenience and price. That that point still remains today, but there are plenty of small shops, boutique shops that compete on with all the other ranges. You know, well, you know, but butchers. You know, there are less butchers than there used to yeah. be, but the very good butchers are still around mm-hmm. because people want that quality meat. It's it's, it's interesting because we've we've discussed this a number of times, haven't we? And certainly from from my point of view, and people will probably be bored of me saying this by now. Where I live, um, for, for me, supermarkets are an absolute godsend. Oh, godsend be, for you! I mean, because it enables me to to buy um, some kind of fridge staples. You'd be screwed without spoons and Tesco Martians. I would. Quite frankly, yeah. you'd have to travel and order. So it's quite it's quite simple. Yeah. Right. Let's let's catch up on some tweets quickly. So we've got um, Littlest Homebrew is drinking a Guinness Foreign Extra. I'm, I'm guessing that's come from ASDA. Um, you can normally pick them up in ASDA for yeah. under two quid. And that is the best version of Guinness, that to is my the mind. Absolute best version of Guinness. Uh, we've got um, John Sharrock at Metallic Geek is drinking all from Tesco's. Uh, he's got a Redwell Coffra Stout, which we're going to be getting onto. A yeah, bit later that's on. later on. He's got the uh, classic West Coast Stone IPA. And why uh, not? And Robinson's Trooper. Two out of three ain't bad, yeah. as, as Meatloaf once saying. Uh, Mark Young at Mark Monkey Young uh, drinking one of his staples from Morrison's. New World IPA, which we are certainly going to be getting into yeah. in, in, in a while. And speaking of the New World IPA, Riverman Brew said, uh, did I spy a four-pack? Did Steve wet himself when he bought it? Uh, it's the second time I bought a four-pack. Maybe wet myself the first time, not so much the second time. Um, so, so, so yeah, so we're getting a lot of people drinking uh, some really interesting beers. I mean, there's a lot of the same stuff coming up, which is great because yeah. it means it's available consistently across the UK. But we are seeing some little regional variations in there. Yeah, so John Graham, uh, here's the hat trick for me. Uh, he's got Pennine Pale, Dale's Pale Ale and Stone IPA. They, they're, they're getting everywhere. Yeah. Stone IPA and go and or go-to IPA are appearing in a lot of places, but I guess... You know they've they've got the Berlin the Berlin office yes churning that stuff out yeah which I've been to Steve it's really nice you should pop along one day I don't think you've ever mentioned no that. I'll uh, I'll talk to you about it later okay please do uh, Bushcraft beer at Bushcraft beer working late but still joining in on craft beer hour with beer clock show drinking a Brooklyn lager there's dedication can't quite see what's on his screen though no a- a- absolutely not um, so, hoping that, that Michael makes a return to podcasting soon uh, Michelle my, my lovely girlfriend is drinking uh, one of the 500 millilitres Jaipur which she picked up from M&S I think it's the 500 no, isn't it no that's a small, a smaller than the 500 no I, I know she's got tiny hands but whoops whoops there's the bottle opener live podcasting yeah. what, what are you going to do there you go uh, 500 that, wow that's got to be old <laughs> that's, that's all I can that's all I can think about that one is that's got to be old Right, no, so she's enjoying it. Though. We are closing in on um, launching the, the the four polls right now. So we're going to put these live, and as as I put them live, I will quickly run through them so our listeners um, know what we're doing. So poll number one is going to be: How often do you buy beer from supermarkets? Once a week, once a month, rarely or never. Um, so that one's now live. Um, poll number two is: What is your average monthly spend on beers from the supermarket? Less than a tenner, £10 to £20 or £20 plus. Uh, poll number three is um, here somewhere. 
have you stopped buying beer from independent stockets because of supermarket ranges? Yes or no? No crazy third option on that one because we want to know people's views. And then uh, poll number four is, is supermarkets increasing their beer ranges good, bad, or you're indifferent about it? So they are now all live. Um, and we'll be taking people's views on those throughout the hour. While we continue to join, um, joining drinking hour, supermarket sweet craft hour, craft beer hour, losing it already. Oh dear. Ten minutes in. Um, what are you thinking on the Hitachi no Nest White Hour? <laughs> Maybe I need to stop speaking for a yeah, minute. Yeah, and breathe. Uh, yeah, no, I really, I'm really enjoying it. Um, like I said, Dan's got that. I'm assuming it must be the nutmeg. It's not something I'd immediately associate with a wheat beer, but it's 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 almost gone from a glass. Yeah, same here. So I'm assuming I must like it quite a lot. Uh, just another question which came up from you, Brew. Uh, what's in your supermarket basket this time of year? Barbecue stuff, lagers or sours? Well, I think I can cross one of them out for you, Steve. Uh, absolutely. I, I want... Uh, I've got to admit, I'm I'm a creature of habit. This this time of year, do you go seasonal? Are you? I'm a little bit seasonal, so I want something that's crisp and refreshing and is is, is really gonna bring my palate alive. But I've I've said this before and I'll say it again. I don't think you can beat a nice cold porter or a stout at this time of year if you get it to the right temperature. Perfect. I'd agree with that. I said the the railway porter I had it the other day. Although it wasn't cold, it was cellar temperature, and it was spot on, absolutely spot on. It was. Uh, so what else we got? We got uh, Sean, uh, Pin Sean, who's uh, leaving the bird in hand to move up to uh, to Yorkshire. He started off with a uh, punk IPA. Okay, which obviously now it's available a, in pretty much every supermarket. Yes, that's definitely a supermarket staple, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Wild Gravity IPA. We'll just say to our listeners, if we do go quiet for a minute, it's because we're trying to respond to what's going on on Twitter as well. Yes. Because primarily we're here to host Craft Beer Hour tonight. So we need to remember to do that as well. Yeah. um, But we are obviously also trying to to record uh, this month, this month, this week's again talking <laughs> right now and, and we're only two beers in maybe it was the three beers i had in pre-craft beer hour that that, that are letting me down a little bit um so uh michael's back uh, at bushcraft beer um just sharing with us uh one of his three bullet tuesdays where he was talking about supermarket beers that are now available um we've got um uh somebody uh, so it's a kaylee at kaylee pie Alas, I don't think we've got any supermarket beer in, so we can't join in with Craft Beer Hour. Um, no, join in. Don't mind. Yeah, don't absolutely. Know. We're just going to go back to Kaylee there. Um, no, join in. Any beers count. And if, if people weren't thought we were messing about, you can actually hear me typing because I am quite a heavy typer. <laughs> um, and I've got the laptop out because this t- tonight's uh, show is a laptop special. Um, I do need to be tweeting uh, from here. So we've got some more coming through. So um, beer tweets at good beer tweet. Um, I, I'm hoping he's not picked up the nano keg of old crafty hen and that he's just sharing a picture of that. Uh, but if he has, I want to know what it tastes like. Yes, let's. Uh, Someone else can do that for us. That's fine. Okay, so, so let's go back. So what does it taste like? 
this may be not so much fun for the listeners, but uh, trust us, we are trying to do our best to do two things at once. Uh, so the uh, poll number four is supermarkets increasing their beer ranges, good, bad and different. We've got 23 votes on that one already, 36 minutes left, and it was as good as winning. First comment was from Chris Bradish, at Chris Bradish, can only be good as long as com- quality isn't compromised. Absolutely, which I think we've spoken about before with uh, what happened to a particular brewery yeah. uh, last year when they put their beers into supermarkets and suddenly found that their quality wasn't quite what it used to be. No, they since they, they did correct that pretty sharpish and they they don't appear to suffer too much but they did have they did have a bit of a down patch they did so um any any more feedback on any of the polls mate uh let's see what we got uh just trying to catch up on what a few people said uh so robert hopsine and said about dales not had it fear it might be too old by the time it's got out of supermarkets which i think we spoke about that before as well Yes. Is there a bit of a time lag also that, that no cold storage chain as well? Um, uh, Phil Hardy, uh, you'll not be surprised that I won't be pouring supermarket beers tonight. Birmingham Beer Week, Bud Light then. I wouldn't wash the car with that shite. No, you probably wouldn't because I might take the paint off to be honest. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And and obviously um, Phil, uh, the, the owner of Otter's Tears. Yes, who, who to put into context. We've, we've visited, yeah, so I, it's no surprise he's yeah. not drinking supermarket beers. Uh, poll number four again, uh, increasing their beer ranges seems to be getting a bit of traction, up to 46 votes, oh, 35 minutes left. Okay. Uh, the Owl Lady, good for enticing beer versions and increasing audience, bad for indies. Okay, well that's that's interesting. Yeah, because yeah. That's, that, that's the sort of thing we sort of think we touched on before the polls went out, yeah. didn't we? So yeah. I think there's enough room for both because indies are indies. It's not like like we used to have off license chains, didn't we? We had Unwind with Victoria Wine and numerous other chains of off licenses. Mm-hmm. They all went fairly much to the wall. I think you're left with basically Majestic now, is what you could class as yeah, a yeah. wine merchants. Um, I think there is room for indies, but if indies try to compete by having the same stuff as supermarkets and they will probably fall down. But again, this comes back to a, a discussion that we've had previously in terms of if, if I want a particular type of specialist beer, I will go to an independent store for that or I will buy that online. Exactly. Um, however, my fridge staples, I'm quite happy to go to my local Tesco or, or, or Morrison's. I, In fact, I'm more than happy now to make a weekly visit to Morrison's to get a four pack of New World IPA because it's for, for me, it's one of the best beers out there. Uh, at, at the moment and the fact that you can pick up four of them for just over six quid in Morrison's is, is an absolute winner so what we just pulled then Steve so this is again now this is again from Morrison's this is Harbour and it's Little Rock IPA at 6.3% in, in a can uh, as well and it pours I've got to say it's very dark for an IPA it's very dark it's got um it's got a very amber copperish colour, yeah. hasn't it? It's, uh, I mean, that is a very English style looking IPA. It's got a nose to match. It's, as, it's as, quite as, as sweet. As well. Yeah, I've already had a bit of a sweet. Have you? Yeah, and it's it's got it's quite sweet. Um, right. Well, well, we'll we'll tuck into that in in a second because I I, I feel as though we're getting behind uh, on 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 some of the tweets. So. Um, Sophie Grumwell at Sophie G90. Um, Supermarket Sweep was all about Stone I- 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 
Stone Brewing Co. IPAs. So she's got GoTo IPA, the IPA, and Cali Belgique IPA, all available, available from Tesco's, I believe. We've got Oliver Parsons is drinking a bourbon milkshake. Uh, can't be found in the supermarket, but it had to be drunk today. Good luck on you as, as, as well. Um, get in there and, and, and get it drunk. Uh, I've got one of those in the cupboard, actually, that I'm really looking forward to drinking at some point. Um, there are lots of people uh, talking about... We've got John Graham. John Graham 82 has come back on one of the polls. Um, this is the poll about how often do you buy beer from supermarkets. It's only if I remember when I go in. wouldn't go out of my way for it, but we go out of my way for indies. Okay, we've got... Uh a reply from uh, Colin Strong oh, okay. on again poll number four. This definitely, this definitely seems to be one that's popping up on my feed. Uh, bit of an open question. Good for whom? Po- probably good for the newer consumer. Long term bad for smaller businesses, breweries, and communities. What do you think to that? That's really interesting, actually, because obviously Colin works for Buxton, doesn't he? Yeah. He's the head brewer at Buxton. And um, other than, I do believe Buxton put some of their beers into M&S a, a, a while back, into selected M&S stores. Um, it's an interesting, an interesting view on it, I, I think, because it's, um, yes, it's making beer available to more people. I, I still don't think it's damaging independent stores. I, I, I don't know, maybe if, if we've got, any any listeners that are involved in uh, an independent store, um, let us know. Is it um, it's, is it is it impacting on business? That's, I mean, it's hard for, I, listen, I'm, I'm I'm surmising that there's room, but maybe I'm completely off, away from the ballpark, and we'll get a whole load of indies contacting us after they listen to the show or read some of the tweets and say you're talking bollocks. It's putting us out of business. Yeah, okay. Um, well, maybe we are. But I mean, I sincerely hope not. I mean. You know, the, the, we offer discounts, 10% discounts with a number of the online and independent stores. And we want to carry on doing that. We want them to carry on thriving. And as far as I can tell, they are. So, But I may, I may be talking absolute bollocks on that one. But what, my feeling is that depending where they pitch themselves. Yes, ab- absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we've got uh, some more drinks coming through. So um, we've got somebody drinking uh, Nogano. No, 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 uh, Saison, which was available in Tesco's. Another Tesco one, they're definitely up their range, haven't they, the last six months? They, they have, and then we've got um, a great selection from Boost County, from at the underscore MoFad. Um, people, we've got people drinking alchemy, beers, um, it's, it's, I mean, the, the range of beers that we're seeing on the screen as we're chatting through this evening is amazing. Is, is, is amazing. Let's, let's just take a step back and look at where polls are right now. So, so it's a poll one, uh, which was how often do you buy beers from supermarkets? We're, we're coming up to halfway through the polls now. Uh, we've had 83 votes on this so far, and, and, and the majority here is going for 39%, around about once a month on, on, on that one. So, um, with a few people saying once every two weeks, people popping in and out. Um, rarely now, but two years ago, at least monthly, that was uh, the real Andrew Green. Um, so, you, you know, a, f- a few people saying, mm, yeah, it's uh, only 4% saying never, though, which is which is quite a low percentage. Uh, poll number two, what's your average spend on beers from the supermarket? Uh, 47% less than a tenner. So, so that would suggest people are just popping in there for the odd beer yeah. here and there or maybe some specials or, or whatever offers are on 
Uh, poll number three, have you stopped buying beer from independent stockists because of supermarket ranges? And this is a key poll for me. So 80 votes so far, 95% of people have said no. So that would kind of support our view that actually independents aren't really suffering as, as a result. Yeah, again, but I guess that's from us as consumers saying that, isn't it? So... Yes, yeah. I mean, we're still waiting for... I've, I've gone. I've, I've challenged back to Phil to, to see if he wants to, to come back on, on this and, and give us a bit more detail. Uh, and then poll number four, um, is supermarkets increasing their beer, beer ranges good, bad or indifferent? Uh, 95 votes on this one and 81% of people saying it's a good thing. So getting quite a lot of engagement from, from, from people. The, yeah, the and... Those uh, polls. Uh, Chris Elson uh, on the poll number four again. I think this is very good for various reasons, one of which will be explained in a forthcoming blog post. So let us know what that is, Chris, when it comes out. And we'll link through to it in yeah. the show notes if it's, if it's out before Friday. Uh, Gareth, Barrel Age Leeds. Since supermarkets have jumped on the bandwagon, my spend in the usual Leeds Indies hasn't changed, increased if anything. But I expect I'll be able to spend less on beer in the near future, so having a cheaper range of decent beers may come in handy. Um, I think he's expecting, isn't he? Yes. If I remember correctly. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, and he'd be probably spending a few more nights in. So yeah. having a few go-to beers in the fridge from the supermarket won't, won't be doing his uh, purse any uh, any harm. Yeah, so a couple of other quotes here. It's Michelle Daniels again. Um, you're Michelle. Yeah. Uh, you can't beat the personal interaction from your local bottle shop. I love supporting my locals. I, I've, I've got to agree with that. I mean, I've, I've always said that about yeah. particularly Little Leeds Beer House. Um, the, the, you know the service that you get when you go in there same with hot burns and black as well when you when you go in you take the time to get to know the people uh, becomes very personal in in terms of their interaction uh, sigh at Leeds Beer Wolf if we all had an endless pot of money then we would shop at Indies supermarkets are a great place to get some quality fillers which is which is I think very much lends itself to, to, to my view on it yeah as, as well um, so so yeah I mean we've got a lot of I mean I've got to say right now I would love to be able to keep up with everybody's tweets and already I'm thrilled with the amount of interaction that we're getting this evening it's just not going to be possible for us to mention every single person that, that that's having a comment tonight yeah I mean uh, Katie Holiday recently I've made more of an effort to use local bottle shops over supermarket or mail order use indies when I do order online um there's no one here that said they're not doing both. That's true. Most people, with the exception of uh, of Phil from Otter's Tears, who said I'm not doing that, but everyone else has said uh, there seems to be a bit of a mix and match going on here. Yep, absolutely. So Sam, I don't know if you did you read this one. Sam at Slow Poke Sam, as I'm sure you've heard, supermarket for drinking beer, Indies for special beer, which again I think lends itself to what we were saying before, and that was on the uh, poll number three. Have you stopped buying beer from independent stockets? Which is up to 80 votes, 25 minutes left. Um, what else have we got here? I think we've got some regular ones. We've got Paul at UNRCD. Um, good that my non-craft drinking mates can stop drinking macro beers. Also, the good independent shops will survive. The bad ones will go, in my opinion. Which I think, sort of again, yeah. lends itself to what, they, what we were saying. Uh, Billy's Mullet. Bottle shops, uh, I think this is part two of a message actually, so let's see if I can get the first bit of it. Uh, all three messages actually. Is it impacting on independent businesses though, which is you've asked to feel? Uh, Billy's Mullet's come back, are you supermarkets for occasional beer, but they will never compete with variety and quality of bottle shops. Part of the attraction of craft beer for me is trying new beers. 
Supermarkets change lines infrequently, so that variety comes from box shops, and so they will always have the edge, even if they can't compete on price for a relatively few beers. So again, a lot of the similar sort of comments are coming out there, I think, from people with, the, with these, uh, these polls at the moment. Uh, I love the reaction from telling my friends and family outside of London, oh, you can get our beer in X now. They love the ease of access. And that's from um, Natalie Davy at NatDK. And that was in response again to poll four. I, I seem to be only seeing poll four at the moment. And, and I've, I've, got, I've got to say, uh, Natalie works for Camden um, Town Brewery as well. So it um, just shows the reach that their beers are now getting, I, I think, in, in the UK. Formerly only really available in London. Yeah, well, I think it's, I think it's anything. It's oh, I, w- I would without the supermarkets, I wouldn't be drinking Northern Monk regularly. Uh, no, well, I wouldn't anymore. No, because no, you're not going to Leeds. I'm not going to Leeds, and and as I as I've said again and again and again and again and again, <laughs> the, the fact that I can now get four packs of New World IPA in Morrison's for just over six quid is is just about the best thing that's happened to me this year. Yeah, I'd I'd <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. I think you know. What we got here from uh, from Paul White, uh, saying the best three pound fifty I've ever spent. I can't see what he's referring to. Okay. So the, this live element. Oh, uh, bring out the MP by Alchemy Bruco. It has to be one of the best supermarket beers around. Uh, and at three pound fifty, that sounds pretty good, decent value. That is that is pretty good value. Um, so what about um, let, let's just for, for a moment um, just just breathe breathe excellent uh, have a drink uh, what are we thinking on the Harbour Little Rock IPA I mean it's a very English style IPA isn't it it's uh, Berries, I'm, I'm gonna probably yeah it's a very English style IPA but it feels like it's I might be completely wrong with the dates it? but it feels like it's been warehoused aged I don't know what the dates are like on it, but that's what it fit, that's what it reminds me of at the moment. Uh, it's it's not printed very well. So at the moment, the label says best before the first of the twentieth. I would hope. I hope that's not the first twenty twenty. <laughs> um, but um, it's 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 a very English sweet IPA, um, and but it hasn't got enough of that crisp, dry bitterness I like from a. A five percent plus IPA. Yeah, you want you want something. Uh, I mean, uh, six six point three percent. It's just a bit out of sync for me. For, uh, I'm going to say it. I'm glad we shared that can. I would say that yeah as uh, well because that would have started to have warmed in the glass, and I would have started to struggle with it. Would that. have got cloying. Yeah, um, and that's that's not how I want my IPAs. No, so how do you want your IPAs, Steve? I I want my IPAs how we're about to have them, which is in a four-pack from Morrison's, um, and they're in green cans, and they're cold, and they come in one of these little carry things. Oh, they look very handy. As as well. Tell you what, those carry things, are we we putting a glass or straight from the can? Straight from the can. Straight from the can on this one. We're doing supermarkets, we're doing it. We're doing it properly, mate. So, um, this is a new (laughs) world IPA. That was, like an episode, that was like an episode from Men Behaving Badly, yeah? <laughs> just with better beer. Uh, so what else have we got? So Simon Clark has replied to, again, to Colin's uh, earlier tweet. Good for people with limited no access to decent bottle shop. Not everyone lives in the sprawling metropolis of beer cities. Hashtag craft beer hour. Um, we've said that a lot of times, haven't yeah. we? That not, not everybody lives in, in, in cities, so they can't necessarily 
get access to some of the best beers that are around. Yeah, so again, another reply on this again, the owl lady, don't have one on my doorstep, but there are some fabulous shops who deliver, and she's gone into name, check a few, Beer Rev Hay, Beer Central, Rainville Lees, UK Beer Garage. Um, but sometimes you don't want to order a case of 12. No, you absolutely don't. So, again, yes, they do deliver, but you have to be prepared to order quantity as well. Uh, so what have we got? Bushcraft beer again, poll number four. Uh, is supermarkets increasing their beer ranges? Was the question. So Bushcraft beer said, are they increasing? Thought they were just changing their composition of beer in their range. I would say there's a bigger beer range than there was before. Um, I think there's a massively bigger range than there is that there, there was before. Yeah, I don't think it's just the composition because they still yeah. have their macro lager, their macro beers. Um, but I think they've actually increased what we would class as craft. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to see if I can type something back to that. Yeah, I've, I've gone a little bit quiet because I'm, I'm just in the middle of doing a little bit of a, a tweet to share what our current recording studio looks like with, with an array of empty bottles and cans all over <laughs> it. How very uh, picturesque. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I, would, I would definitely say the range has increased. I think it's quantity and quality. Absolutely. I mean, if if you just look at some of the, the some of the things that you can find in supermarkets now, I mean, let's you, you know you can almost go from the, the the top down in terms of you've got um, you've got Stone IPA uh, available in supermarkets now. So previously you could have only ever got that from online stockists, and it would have been old coming across from the states. Well, see, I suppose that's well. the advantage that. Um, our friends at Stone Berlin do have is that those beers are now coming to the UK a lot fresher, a lot quicker, and we can get. Like I said, the MS had stuff which was five weeks old. Yeah. So I mean, they've definitely. I would say that that I wonder if any other US, you know, brewers of the ilk of Stone will start will do anything similar. So forgetting about that, having to have that whole cold storage chain being the whole big big thing to get it from one side of the world to the other. If you only have to transport it lesser distance, then perhaps that becomes less of a worry, especially in cans. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because I mean, you know, I think the three stone beers that we mentioned earlier, the go-to IPA and the Belgique, I've had those recently as well, and they've been fantastic. Yeah. And to know that they've been brewed a lot closer does make you think straight away, well, this is going to be better. It's going to be a little bit fresher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so how are we doing any of the poll? I keep seeing poll four. Why do I only see poll four? It's because it's possibly one that, 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 that people are loving the most. Right, let's let's go back to the polls. Let's just run through the polls again. I kind of feel like this, this feels a little bit like the, the election special. It does. Like it does. We've got a swing water. I, I want one of those virtual studios where I get to walk down there. <laughs> well, the different or, things or come up in the background. Like so, so it's a poll one. How often do you buy beers from supermarkets? 111 votes now. Still the most popular one. 41% is once a month. Uh, poll two, uh, what's your average monthly spend? 102 votes on this one, less than 10% at 44% still leading that one. Poll three, hasn't changed at, at, at all. Um, we've got, um, have you stopped buying beer from independent stockists because of supermarket ranges? Uh, at 95% on 111 votes. And poll four, which is the one that's getting the most votes at the moment, which is probably why we're getting the most interaction out of it, is supermarkets increasing their beer ranges good, bad, or indifferent? And we've still got 82% of people saying that that is a good thing. Yeah, latest comment on that one that I saw was from um, Hoppy Hooper. If a non-craft drinker gets their first taste of good beer having stumbled across it in the supermarket and ends up drinking your beer though, dot, 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 
So the implica- implication is there again. We're talking gateway, aren't we? This so, is this is your entrance to a new, a brave new world. So are supermarkets now the gateway to, to, to craft beer? Potentially. That that probably should almost be a, 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 a fifth pole. And what it does mean is that when I get Christmas presents from those people who don't know me that well, but say I like beer. I might not get one of those Marston's cases like I have done in the past. Maybe you're going to get something a little bit decent. Yeah. I might get a Brewdog case, which yeah. again, I'll be happy with that. You know, rather than one of the Green King ones or the Marston's ones. I can see upsides to the supermarket beers, definitely. Um, you know, uh, the bearded one. Uh, some breweries that have grown then can decide what route they want to go. They built it. They deserve it. Which, again, I think was relating to poll number four. Uh your question is it in acting impact on independent business though steve you said uh just ask beers at hop hitchin from ribbon brews i guess the answer is no different audiences and different needs and uh you know so so i think that's a good question that's what a good answer is what we were saying before uh Petrus is six for 7.99 in Lidl. yes i've 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 seen that as, as, as oh, that's, well. that's the Patrice was the beers we did for the first for the pilot show, wasn't it? It was almost almost a year ago. It was indeed, and now available. Yeah, in a, in a supermarket. Absolutely. So um, again, let's let's we'll take a breath for a second. Yeah. Uh, New World IPA from Northern Monk India Pale Ale, uh, coming in at I should know the ABV on this. Is it six two? Six two. What are you thinking on this? Bloody brilliant! Isn't it just? It's a fantastic beer. It's it's my new staple. It, so, it your, really so your so uh, your it must be the colour green for you as well because Axe Edge Cannonball <laughs> and New, Jack Hammer New World IPA all have the an element of green in them. Anything that comes in a green can and has the words IPA on the on, on the label does it for me. It, it would appear. You're definitely going to try it without thinking about it, aren't you? Absolutely, because four for four is you, you, you just simply can't argue with that no no I mean you know I, get, I wouldn't be getting hold of this simple as that if it weren't for like the likes of M&S and, and yep. uh, Morrison's absolutely um, so I, I thank you for picking up a four pack Steve you, you, you're very welcome uh, and we are going to in, in, enjoy our way about this definitely I needed that it's because really uh, give me a bit of a breather so yes. again so, poll four so, uh, so Greg and Jay. still going nuts, is it? Yeah, there's no excuse not to buy independently unless you don't have a postcode. Plenty of great online stockists such as Optimism Beers. Um, but yeah, again, that brings me back to the thing, you need to order a case. You do? Sometimes you don't need to order a case. Yeah. If I want a four pack or six beers or want to buy two or three, I don't want to have to order 12. Because what do you do with Beer Central, Steve? You build up a case over a couple of months, maybe. Uh, no, it's generally over a three to four week period. So right. I, will, I, I will build up a case with Sean where I, I, I will ask him to put beers that he's tweeting into my box and it builds up a bespoke case. So I'm not having to buy what is there available on the screen for me at that time. I, I can build it up to my own tastes and he will then post that to me. So, so if, if, in, essentially what I get is a box of beers that I want. So... and. From time to time, you have to accept that. So, in, in my latest box, which I started three weeks ago now, I uh, I put a bottle of the Buxton Kingslayer, which is a double IPA. Now, I've got to appreciate that by the time that gets to me, it's going to be four weeks old. Yeah, but then that's that's a brilliant service that he provides. I know that's yes. sort of expanding for him as well, from what you said. But that's no good for fill up your fridge for tomorrow night. 
No, because if I suddenly, if, if you look at the forecast for this weekend, in, in the south at least, that it's, it's pure sunshine. So I'm thinking barbecue this weekend, nothing in the fridge yeah. to have a barbecue. I can go to Morrison's, I get two four packs of New World IPA, I'm a happy man. Yeah. I've got New World IPA and burgers, job done. Yeah, you're just having a party for one, aren't you, Steve? Uh, absolutely. It's, it's just, it's, it's just <laughs> you're not inviting anyone, are you? No, I'm just going to sit out there, I'm going to eat all the burgers and drink all the beer. Um, a few other comments coming in. So we've got uh, Phil Hardy still coming back saying, um, Asda are now bringing, a, bringing in 130 lines, or have I imagined that? Um, I hadn't heard that. I've not heard that either. Um, I mean, there are just there are so many people getting involved tonight, and we are really grateful to every single person. I'm really sorry we can't reply or retweet everything that we're seeing and hearing here. So we've got Riverman Blues. My first Jaipur was from Tesco, and I'd hands down pay my firstborn son for a cask wine. I'd just like to confirm that. <laughs> that's probably worth it, actually, because I've had a pint of cask wine. But you did have it at Thornbridge as well. I did have it at Thornbridge, the, the perfect place to have it. Uh, Miles Lambert, uh, if an indie can't price match a beer in a supermarket, it frees up space in the indie for another smaller brewery to fill. Great point there from, uh, from Miles. Jamie Day, this was the guy who said he wasn't impressed with our first beer because he was tasting at the same time. He's having beer number two, which is the Formbridge Tart. Um, only on to beer number two, catch up. Yeah, I know, come on, come on. <laughs> get, get, pull your finger out, man. Come on, where's the effort yeah. in that? Um, I had before, but tasting tartastic, still amazing. We can buy sour beer in Tesco. Absolutely. It might not be my thing. But that does not pass me by that you can now buy a sour beer in Tesco. Exactly. Um, from NDT, Topo UK, their buying power means a good price but limited selection from maybe 20 to 50 beers as opposed to hundreds from an indie shop. That was in response to poll number three. Um, have you stopped buying beers from independent stockists? I mean, yes is only sitting at 5%. No is at 95% out of 111 votes. So, I mean, yeah. that's pretty high number of us are still supporting our independent stockists online or in the shops or both. Yeah, and we've got a comment from Mark at Million Bevs on that as well. Nope, I'd say the rise and ease of online purchases has had more of an impact than supermarkets. Nothing can replace my locals though. I don't think there's a better feeling than going in to buy one beer than coming away with 12. Yeah. But again, like I, I still put it down to the if, if, I only want to, uh, if I want to top up a few beers in the fridge there and then an online order doesn't help me. No, it, it, it doesn't because you do inevitably have to wait. So we're into the last 10 minutes of the polls. Uh, not really a lot of movement on uh, the, the most popular choices within each of the polls. We will revisit those at, at the end and just give some final views. I've got to say, I'm blown away with the amount of votes that we've got. In, Loads of votes. In, in, in a 30-minute period. Loads of votes. If, if this many people can get involved in that short amount of time, why aren't you all getting involved on a Sunday night? In, <laughs> in, in the normal polls, that's that's. Uh, that's because of, they know we're shouting out as well and hoping to hear us some carnage when they listen to the show. Uh, James Garen Barron, hopefully my non-craft drinking buddies will find their gateway beer there. Then they might come to some decent beer festivals, barbecue beers. Um I don't know if that means he wants them to bring decent barbecue beers when he's hosting a barbecue. Um, well, I'll, I'll just put this out there now. Again, in a few weeks' time, we've got our annual Clayfest Meat Fest, which we've, we've entitled Clayfest. Um, any of the folks that are going to be at that that are listening to this, uh, just expect me to bring loads of new IPA because that's now my new beer. <laughs> that, that's what's coming to the party. Absolutely. 
Um, Simon Clark, in response to the one about the, uh, the, the, the various comment about, you know, on bottle shops and not living in the metropolis of beer cities. Yeah, some great mail order options, although a hassle if you are never home to receive a delivery. And I can, I can agree with that one. That is a pain in the arse. Um, so either my beers get delivered to Michelle, which means her, her little cul-de-sac now thinks she's a bit of an alcoholic, or they get delivered to my office, which means that everyone confirms that they think I'm an alcoholic. It, it's interesting that because, again, I'm just going to refer back to um, the service that Sean provides from Beer Central. Uh, I will tell Sean when I want my beers delivered, and he will deliver them on that day. So I will know if I'm going to be around or not. For, for when the beers arrive. So we've still got some people, still loads of people getting involved, um, trying to keep up with all the beers that are being drunk. Somebody's moved on to McKellar, guessing that's not come from a local supermarket, but good luck on them. Which one? They're not drinking your favourite one, are they? No, it's a milk, milk, milk stout, milkshake, something, one of those ones. Um, Mark Young at Mark Monkey Young. I started with a supermarket range, EG Sierra Nevada, and sought out Indies as a result. Sierra so, Nevada, great beer. Again, you know, it's um, it's people are saying that supermarkets are the new gateway to, to to craft beer, and that's something that we certainly would love to hear from our regular listeners on uh, for next week's show. Tell us if you think that supermarkets are now the gateway for, for for craft beer yeah just just tweet us use the hashtag opinions we'll throw and, it in there and, and, and we'll look to feature that on, on on next week's show poll number three up to 154 votes six minutes left drink drank john drunk ah oh, damn ah yes bastard. normally it's me that gets caught out with that one bastard you deserve that <laughs> um i wasn't expecting this poll to be so one-sided but maybe the audience is isn't representative question mark and in response to that himself, are supermarkets pushing new casual craft drinkers closer towards independent bottle shops or further away from them? I'm not sure. I think it's a good point. I, I, I maintain that anything which brings good slash great beers to the masses or to more people is a good thing. I, I think it is. And, you know, if, if, if somebody goes into a supermarket and they come out with... I'm going to use the, the example again, a four-pack of New World IPA, and they enjoy it, but they want to push their tastes a bit further. You're not going to get anything more than that in a supermarket. You're going to have to start seeking out your, your, your independence for that. Um, so the Owl Lady, at the Owl Lady, uh, when does a chain become a supermarket? Still don't equate that moniker with M&S, even though it is one. Of course it's a supermarket. Is it though? So yeah. It's a close shot. Uh, someone's responded to your picture you took. Yeah. Uh, must be a special occasion if the quantum of solace mouse mat is out. <laughs> Would you like to explain to the uh, to the listeners why the quantum of solace mouse mat is around? The the, the mouse mat is there because it, it it stops. It reduces the amount of bangs and thumps that you hear through the microphone because it's absorbed within the mouse mat. Yeah, it's not because it's our favourite Bond film or even Craig. Daniel Craig's best outing as Bond either. Yeah. But, that'd be, but that's a whole different thing. You can, you can listen to her opinions on film about it one day. One day in about four years' time. Yeah, when we do, oh, a, uh, do a Bond poll. When we eventually get round to, to, yeah, to featuring Bond. Um, 
Wow, we're into the last 15 minutes of Craft Beer Hour. Yeah. Mate, this, this has flown by. Um, I still don't feel as though we're interacting with as many people as we could be online. Um, we are trying to get to everybody's tweets. And the, the, we, can always, and we can always, always have a bit of after hours, so we can yeah. always respond to it. But um, people are, and, and not everyone's going to listen to the show, but um, I, we, we would love to hear again from our listeners, from our regular listeners, if they think this has worked or, yeah. or not as well. Because from, from where I'm sitting, it feels like a bit of a clusterfuck. But it's I'm I'm having a good time. Yeah, I think you know. Well, you mean whether we do it again, even uh, if, even without the craft beer hour thing, do the live polling and yes, talking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Seeing if we can come up with stuff. Uh, Miles has just meant you mean the Scottish brewery <laughs> because no one's actually mentioned them. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I'm uh, I'm assuming I'm assuming everyone knows who we're talking about with that one. Uh, interesting. Uh, from. Uh, Bob Maxfield replying to a few of us. The Sainsbury's we visited did have Williams Brewery in, including Steve's Epiphany beer. Which is the Caesar Augustus yes. Lager Hybrid Lager IPA hybrid, which I apparently they've stopped uh stocking southern supermarkets. Yes, I think that's the point you made. So Bob is Midlands. Yeah. So it obviously gets as far as the Midlands and then they go no. And, and then stops. So None of that for you southern Jesses. It's still available now in cans as well from um, their website but you only wanted a couple I presume anyway I only wanted a couple I don't want to buy 12 cans of it I equally don't want to buy 2 cans and pay 7 quid postage um, so we've got 5 minutes left on the polls uh, they're not really moving any further I think they've kind of began to plateau out a little bit which will enable us just to dip in and maybe just respond to uh, a few other tweets that have been coming in throughout the evening so Bailey's mullet at Bailey's mullet has been getting right involved tonight with some beers um, he's currently drinking uh, toast um, which is the beer made from leftover bits of bread yeah that's the one uh, Rachel did a recent post about that about food food shortages and other breweries getting in on this as well yeah it's apparently Bread is the most wasted product, the thing that we throw away the most. Uh, I can probably agree with that. I, I do seem to get through an amazing amount of bread. Um, we've got uh, Bottle Monkey at Bottle underscore Monkey. Well, a state of craft beer in supermarkets is definitely better than the state of the England football team. <laughs> and he's holding a can of Dow's Palau, which is, again, Dow's Palau now, now available in Tesco, which... I would have lost my shit about that a few years ago. Two years, a year ago. I, I was still getting excited when I was seeing Dow's Palau on kegging, predominantly in the Scottish brewery bars. Yeah. I, I, I believe. And and now you can buy it in cans in Tesco's, for fuck's sake. Oh, I've lost I've lost track of one of these conversations. So Mark the Gas Man was talking about a box of six Patrice for eight pounds. Uh, Sean Paul, bo- both boxes in the little, must get down there. And then uh, Space Cable, I can't go to the street littles. My first boyfriend is the manager and still hasn't forgiven me for breaking his heart. Hashtag get over it. Uh, Mark the Gasman, Wells it is then. Uh, Space Cable, no my luck, he'd be on cover in Wells or something. Also, he married a Caroline. Awkward. So I don't know if that's what her name is as well. Okay. <laughs> so I was just quite enjoying that little tangent that yes, was going on there yeah. about, um, about someone's previous love life who I don't even know. <laughs> So we're, we're into the last two minutes of the poll. How are you doing with your New World IPA? I'm hoping you're going to open, offer me the second one from the um, four pack. 
I'm, I'm not. We're, we're going to save that for craft beer after hours um, because I do want to get into our final beer from from the supermarkets to kind of complete oh. a range of beers that, that we've been drinking. Is, is this our stout? This is our stout. So, um, as I mentioned earlier on, I struggled to find anything more than IPAs, which normally isn't a problem for me, but for this particular evening, I wanted a range of beers. So, uh, eventually I found this from Redwell. It's a, it's a Kofra stout, which I do believe is... Coffer uh, is a uh, coffee brand, um, and this has won an award in the International Beer Challenge. Yeah, but isn't there about 500 awards? There, there is, and it's also won World Beer Awards as okay. well. Okay, so. while you're pouring, so going back to your question you asked earlier, which is in response to, to Phil's, is it impacting independent, independent business? This has been carried on a bit in the background, but I hadn't noticed. Um, so I suppose... Phil says, I suppose, Rob, you could turn that question on, on its head. Why aren't the supermarkets seeking and supporting those breweries? And then uh, Tim Rowe at Polymath Tim. So that was in response to, to Rob's question, don't you then search out breweries that don't have that scale of distribution? Um, Tim Rowe, we could turn that 90 degrees and ask why supermarkets looking into craft, they aren't also earnestly looking into cold chain. I mean, let's face it, they're the most equipped to do so. If they make it the norm, then we make the start of jolly good beer the norm. Don't get me started, please, says Jolly Good Beer, especially on the topic of supermarkets. No, we want you to get started. That was the so, whole so, point. So there's an argument kicking off in the background. Yeah, so come on, share it. And and, and, and that will no doubt continue into the, the, the evening. So just before we do the, um, the, the, the final re results of the polls, um, I am in the process of, of, of uh, tweeting some bits about... Um, Look, tonight's focus has been about supermarket beers and, and, and the growing range and the availability and how great that availability is. Let's not forget, though, that independent stockists are, are, are what are bringing some of the best beers in the world to, to drinkers in the UK right now. And they exist up and down the country. They're online. Um, we're lucky enough to work with a number of, uh, of providers to bring discounts to people to be able to buy great beers online. But also, just, just don't forget your, your local independent store because they will give you that friendly service. They will give you that. Um, they'll spend time chatting to you about uh, your beer choices. Um, and as, as great as supermarkets are, I really don't think beer would be where it is without independent stockists right now. Not only that, it doesn't replace the knowledge. So even when my mum and dad ran, ran the off-licence and it was a company off-licence, my mum and dad still had to go off and they would get sent stuff to try they would go off on a maybe a day's tasting and stuff if people would ask them a question they would have a, they would have a modicum of knowledge and you can't walk into a supermarket and ask someone that no because all, all they're there to do is essentially stock the shelves stock the shelves and sell you the stuff and get you out again yeah that's yeah. it that's their that's their job mm -hmm. um so you do not get knowledge you do not get the information you can't walk up to someone and say so you know i really would you know You've got the brew dog ranging, but you're missing one of them. Can you order them in for next week for me and I'll pop in? That doesn't happen in a supermarket. Whereas your independent stockist will say, okay, tell us what you like. We'll, 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 we'll help you out. That's, that's what they do. So by no means are we advocating one over the other. No. For me, my beer world is big enough for both. Yeah. And, and for us tonight, it's been a way of driving 
a hell of a lot of engagement on, on, on craft beer hour as well. So um, we've run four polls th throughout the evening. Uh, we'll get into the results of those polls. Oh, sorry, just to interrupt. In you. a second. That's really nice. What about the beer? Lovely. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, you've had a good go on that. Yeah. I'm liking the nose. The on nose it, is so. lovely. I mean, that was a really good really start. Really coffee. On the nose. That's delicious. What's that coming at? Strength-wise. Oh yeah, that is good actually. It's nice and light. Yeah. And and again, served cold. Absolutely perfect. That is. Doesn't drink like five point nine. No, it's got a lovely, absolutely not lovely right. chocolate sweetness strain through it, hasn't it? Yeah, let's wrap these poles up. Let's wrap craft beer hour up. Let's wrap this goddamn forsaken show up as well. So, uh, poll number one How often do you buy beer from supermarkets? 145 votes in the end, 41% of people saying once a month, 30% once a week, 23% rarely, and only 6% saying never. So, um, interesting, most people are buying once a month poll number two what's your average monthly spend on beers from the supermarket 125 votes 43% saying less than £10 42% saying 10 to 20 15% saying £20 plus poll number three have you stopped buying beer from independent stockists because the supermarket ranges 188 votes 91% of people saying no they are still buying beers from independent stockists and then finally, poll number four, is supermarkets increasing their beer ranges? 211 votes, the most popular poll of the evening. 81% of people saying it's a good thing, only 5% of people saying it's bad, and 14% of people are indifferent. So those are the, the views on the poll. Let's get our final thoughts on, on this subject. Um, and let's sum it up in terms of supermarkets. Good thing or bad thing, mate? Good. I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I can't disagree. Many times I've said, for me, it's about buying go-to beers. I, I still I still put a lot of money in, into independent stores. You, you know, I have a regular monthly box from, from Beer Central, and I will always seek out an independent store if I'm in a new town as, as well, because I want to see what they've got on offer, and I want to understand what that local knowledge is as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did that when I was abroad. I did that when I was in Sherbrooke on the way back from the cruise. Spent, ended up spending four hours at a bottle shop. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, uh, yeah that, that, for me, it's good. There's room in my life for both. And I, I hope that's sort of reflected across everyone else so that Indies can live with supermarkets. Um, if there's enough room for both, then I think we're all in a good place. Uh, absolutely. And, and I think for, for us, you know, we've done... We've, we've done supermarkets a few times on podcasts now. True, I, but it keeps changing. It keeps evolving, doesn't it? It, it does keep evolving, but I, I'm going to say, for now, I think let's put this one to bed. Um, well, we have said to people to tweet us if they've got further comments. We'll, we'll cover any views that people might have yeah. have next week, but I, I don't think we're going to come back in and be discussing supermarkets again, and, unless we suddenly see in a couple of months' time all of a sudden supermarket stock in another new great range of, of, of beers um craft beer hour is almost at an end um you go this hour goes quickly don't it? we've yeah. got a final question here from jamie day at not just a beer jd uh you can only go into your most local supermarket and buy one beer what is it martin my most local supermarket would be the co-op over the road so it's adam's ghost ship 
My lo- most local supermarket is uh, Tesco's. Uh, however, if I pretend that doesn't exist, I can get to Morrison's. And oh, no, I chose the co-op because it's the closest. Okay. Uh, my, well, I've got my closest, I've got like a Londis, and that's going to be like special brew. It doesn't, uh, it's Tesco's. Tesco. So come on, answer it uh, as Tesco. I'm going to probably go for Stone IPA in, in Tesco's. It's not a bad shout, is it? <laughs> not a 180 a can. No, that's, that's not bad at all. A- absolutely not. Um, I think we're about there, mate. Um, we're going to finish off this um, coffer stout. Rather, rather nice. I've, I've almost finished mine while you've been chatting. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I, I feel as I've done a lot of chatting tonight and you've done a lot of drinking. Yeah, but I've, um, I've done some tweeting. Although you've done a great job tweeting from the the official account for yeah. the first time. Well, well, well done. And I'm sure do you know how long it takes to do the little lines with the M in the middle yeah, as well? A- absolutely. Um, next week... Uh, for, for regular listeners uh, yeah, bad luck there is still a next week as <laughs> <Yeah>. well <laughs> yeah we're going to be on location next week we are uh, going to do a spoons special uh, we're actually going to re- record in my local Weatherspoons, um, and we're going to talk about the beers that they've got on offer and just what people think about Weatherspoons. so uh, if you want to get in on that action early again use hashtag opinions and let us know what you think of your, your local spoons but uh, yeah next week we're going to be ding- drinking a lot of dirty cask beer there goes, there goes my dad's vouchers at the end of the month. And I think that brings us very, very nicely to the end of um, Craft Beer Hour. Craft Beer in that case. It's been an absolute pleasure, mate. I've really enjoyed this. Cheers, Steve. Cheers. Are you ready to go shopping? Step inside a very special supermarket. The only supermarket in the world that gives you...